0: It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1956, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, once a month, usually during the first Q&A episode of the month, I restart and mention a bit about my background and credentials, so... If you're new here to this podcast or forgot why I call myself Dr. Neil, you can better understand where all that comes from. And given this is the first Q&A of the month, it's time. Now, I've always been obsessed with Batman and the Angels baseball team, but I was not always interested in nutrition, exercise, health, and wellness, basically all the stuff I talk about here. But being diagnosed with a chronic disease at the age of 19 definitely changed my life's purpose. After suffering from that, I decided I wanted to focus my attention on helping others so that no one else had to experience a chronic disease diagnosis like I did. This is because I found out that so many chronic diseases are preventable, meaning if we just followed certain behaviors consistently over time, we could reduce our risk for many chronic diseases. But in order to do that, in order to help others, I wanted to have some credibility. This is not meant to be a humble brag, but instead gain your trust. I received both my master's and doctoral degrees in public health. And to really make sure I covered all of my bases, baseball fan, cover bases. or anyways, I also became a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. I've been teaching in higher education for over, wow, fifteen years now, and I'm currently faculty within the California State University system. I've published peer reviewed studies. Presented at national conferences and have been interviewed by over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on all the stuff I basically talk about on this podcast. So, again, this was not meant to be a humble brag, but I share this with you so that you know when I provide my commentary after each episode and answer the questions you send in, like today, I hope you feel as though it's coming from a place of truth. My only intention is to help you feel your best. And with that, let's finally get to today's audio question. As we optimize your life. Hey, Doctor Neal. This is Chad, longtime listener and lover of the entire network of Optimal shows. I uh, had a question for you that uh, has been on my mind for a while. So, I've been a big fan of yoga and meditation, and you know all sorts of things that involve breath work. And I read a book about uh, a year or two ago in which the author. Talked about some of the benefits of breathing primarily through your nose as well as the detriment of breathing through your mouth. And uh, since I'm a weirdo, I started uh, taping my mouth at night while I sleep because I thought that would help me achieve some of these benefits. Anyway, long question short, just wanted to get your thoughts and see if there were any studies you could point me towards on the benefits uh, or detriments of, uh, well, the benefits of, of nose breathing or the detriment of mouth breathing, especially while you're sleeping. Thanks in advance. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your audio question, Chad, and thank you for being a long-time listener of all of the podcasts in our network, and it was great meeting you in person at the bowling event OLD hosted way back when. Okay, there do seem to be some different physiological responses when comparing nose breathing to mouth breathing, but are these responses health-promoting, and if so, which ones? Holistic health practitioners have been saying for years that it's important to incorporate nose breathing as often as possible. A while back, I enrolled myself in yoga classes at the local community college. The instructor would have us perform exercises where we practiced deep belly breathing. We would concentrate on inhaling deeply through the nose and exhaling with pursed lips through the mouth. We also practiced alternate nostril breathing. The belief is that all of these things will trigger what's called a parasympathetic nervous system response in the body. A parasympathetic nervous system response slows down the heart rate and lowers blood pressure. Basically, it puts the body in a more relaxed state. One potential reason for this is that, when breathing through the nose, it triggers the production of something called nitric oxide. Why might nitric oxide be helpful? Well, throughout the body, we have blood vessels like arteries and veins. These blood vessels are vessels that carry blood, hence the name, blood vessel. So, they carry blood throughout the body so that our organs, like the brain, the heart, the stomach, intestines, liver, and so on, get the blood supply they need to function. We want these blood vessels to be clean on the inside, with no blockages, so that blood can flow easily through them. So what does nitric oxide have to do with all of this? Well, nitric oxide makes our blood vessels expand. So that leaves more room on the inside of the blood vessels for blood to flow through. This may mean better flow of blood. And the body may produce more nitric oxide when we engage in more nose breathing. Now, nitric oxide is very interesting because researchers are finding that nitric oxide may not only increase blood vessel size, but may help kill bacteria, viruses, and fungi. But beyond just nitric oxide, nose breathing may be more beneficial because by having air travel through the nose first, it leads to the air being warmed, moisturized, and filtered before it hits the lungs. This can be helpful because if we think about exercise, we don't want to experience any extra discomfort. But by warming the air and moisturizing it before it hits the lungs, it may lead to less discomfort during activity. Nose breathing may also improve athletic performance overall. Some studies have found that by relying on nasal breathing during exercise, you'll need to breathe less, which means more energy saved, energy that can be used towards your actual activity and not breathing. But when we think about exercise, we'll often find that at some point, our mouths are going to be open, especially as the intensity or duration of exercise increases. So we may start our exercise session by breathing through the nose, but at some point, a switch happens a switch from nasal breathing to mouth and nasal breathing. The fancy term for this is oronasal breathing. Now, from a body functioning standpoint, oronasal breathing can be helpful because we can pull in more oxygen at one time with each breath if we use both the nose and mouth at the same time. But some studies have found that nose breathing alone may lead to better athletic performance. I should mention, it's probably not going to improve athletic performance right away though. Researchers agree that it takes time to adapt to nasal breathing during exercise, especially if you're currently an oronasal breather during exercise. Nose breathing may be better for getting that deep restorative sleep also. It turns out, Chad, that you're not a weirdo at all. One researcher, Dr. Dallum, puts a small piece of tape over his lips before he goes to bed each night. Just like you, Dr. Dallum is hoping to incorporate more nose breathing while they sleep. The theory is that By keeping the mouth closed at night, it keeps the tongue sitting behind the front teeth instead of the tongue falling backwards towards the back of the mouth. If the tongue sits in the back of the mouth during sleep, it can lead to snoring and block airflow, which can lead to sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is when breathing stops and starts throughout the night. Sleep apnea over the long term can lead to other health problems like high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and even liver problems. So for those that are interested in trying to get their body to switch to mostly nose breathing, there are some exercises to try. Practice deep belly breathing for 7 to 10 minutes a day. That can be helpful. This is when you take that big deep breath in, inhaling for 5 seconds while feeling your belly expand, and then exhaling for 5 seconds while imagining your belly button is going back towards your spine. So again, practice that 7 to 10 minutes a day. And then slowly try and introduce nose breathing when exercising while gradually increasing the intensity and duration. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Thank you again so much for the question, Chad. And thank you for listening to all of our shows and our network. Now, if you want to send me a question, especially an audio question like Chad did, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record your question straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. And if you don't like the first take, you can delete it and resend it. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your audio question. The number is 61 love ohd That's 1-614-568-3643. Or you can just email your question to health at oldpodcast.com. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. It's one of my favorite parts of doing this show. Thank you for listening every day and all the way through. I hope you have a wonderful start to your weekend. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.